0: up on the podcast yeah if if you want to know what's on the calendar just you know check major i don't know holidays celebrations of of many kinds and there's a good chance there might be something there we're not saying anything but uh you know use the noggin
1: you know are we gonna be seeing some more snippets of gameplay apart from just the ones that we actually still have from the um content creator side of things for uh, the press kit.
0: So, here's the thing. Trust me, the second that something is ready and is okayed, it is going up, baby.
1: (laughs) Just don't misspell anything this time.
0: Oh, shut up. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We've had our wonderful community managers with us for a hot minute now, and we know their thoughts on the job that they've done and their experience so far. If you listen to community cast, sorry, community manager cast, plug, you will know just what the sentiment is over there. But I figured there's two sides to every community. There's us trying to build something, and then there's, of course, the community. And I really wanted to get some of our best people (laughs) onto the show so they can share their thoughts and experiences of what the past couple of months have been like from their perspective so with me on the show from our side there's me there's Katrin say hi Katrin hi Catherine. wow dork uh (laughs) from the community side we have uh like I said some of our best people we have Felp and we have Duck say hi guys
2: what's up hello
0: duck who has been dragged out of a restful slumber at 9 a.m., which I really mm-hmm. appreciate, by the way. <laughs> um, so, the idea behind the show uh, is to sort of, like I said, get you guys' perspective on how things are going. So, let's just start with how the past couple of months have been like for you two. How this community sentiment has shifted now that the community managers have been firmly on board for a couple of months. Um, Felp, let's start with you. What's what's your perspective on all this?
1: Well, before they uh, came on, we were still fairly small. Um, we started growing and growing and we were feeling some, uh, some, some growing pains. Um, we were really feeling it was about time to uh, get some people in here that uh, could uh, really help out to uh, bridge the gap between the community when it comes to getting information back and forth we were really just looking for a bridge a solid bridge official bridge you know people dedicated to us the community to be able to just pass information along and really help out um with just communication really that's that's the main thing that we've been worrying about and that's been the main thing that they've uh, i at least i feel that they've succeeded in once they've come on, so information has been a lot better back and forth, and just getting community ideas and you know reading the reading the chats as they go on and just shoveling all that community sentiment and information over has has been it's been much easier now.
0: <laughs> I I too remember the dark ages before systems were in place before. Um... Some standardized content was given to you guys, and yeah, I, I even with my sort of diminished role in the community, I really wanted the community managers to take the spotlight on that one. It's very noticeable how mm, clearer things are to navigate, so that's awesome. Duck, what's your perspective?
2: <laughs> Honestly, similar to felt in the sense of, I'm just really appreciative that they showed up because at one point it was primarily just. Not just the mods, but a lot of the time the mods had to go through and check everything just to make sure we were getting everything correctly. Or correct, I should say. And then we had to convey it to Izzy and it was just a whole process. So it's easier when it's just the two of them. And we can convey back and forth like that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um I kinda wanted to get Katrin in on on this whole thing. Like I I know we've spoken about this um in varying degrees, but I don't think we've actually covered how easy it was to sort of integrate the the plans that you and Thor have for the community, Catherine. Can you go a bit into that?
3: I mean, uh, when Thor and I started, there there weren't any department called, you know, community management. So we had to build up everything from scratch. We had heard, you know, how things had been going on from time to time, but like an actual physical department, there there weren't anything right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, you know, taking all of our experience from past work jobs and past, you know, volunteer jobs and seeing, okay, how can we convey, you know, some type of management in here? How can we, you know, build the proper bridge between the community and our volunteer staff and, you know, the, you know, our own company in the best possible manner? So there's, you know, there's a lot of trial and errors and, you know, we all learn and grow and getting feedback all around so how we can improve things. And that's where, you know, our wonderful moderators are helping us, how we can, you know, give them the information they are looking for even, you know, faster and how we can convey it to BBS even, even better. Um, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a trial, but uh, we are getting <laughs> right on point with things and getting better, better systems as we go. So that's been, it's been great fun. A little frustrating in the beginning because, <laughs> you know, starting from nothing, what do we do? How do we make sure we get all the requests in from the moderators? So, you know, none of you guys are feeling stressed about something, you know, you, you're doing because, you know, we do, we, if, if you guys weren't here, you know, none of this would be able to, to work. You guys are the eyes and the ears for Thor and I, you guys see what's going on in the community and you guys see, okay, this is not working do tell us, and then we can find a way to improve it. So, all the props for you guys.
0: This might feel like a hard-hitting journalism question, but uh, was there any friction in the process of, you know, setting all of this up? Any roadblocks that you faced from just trying to explain how things are, are going to run from now on? Just any butting of heads, really?
3: No, I mean, you know, tr- trying to gather like, okay, what was said before we joined, we had to gather all the informations So, you know, just finding all the loops and, and small pockets here and there and everywhere to get all the information. That was just you know, something we, we were spending a little bit of time getting used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you know, it's not a big hit, Bob, because, you know, we are in a like a modern age and, you know, people are working remotely, but Thor and I don't share the same office. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's been fun sometimes, you know, where we have to communicate online and trying to get to each other or someone's in a meeting, we have to wait till the person's out of the meeting and stuff like that. But, you know, we we have been doing great. It was a little fun getting used to it at the beginning. Um, and, you know, we've been visiting each other's offices and, you know, been working here and there, but... So far, we haven't had any like big, big roadblocks. Just you know, small, minor inconveniences. But uh, you know, we're adaptable. Like we're flexible. We can do these things. So, no big like alarming factor, anything like that.
0: That's what I wanted to hear. Breaking down barriers. Woo! Um, yeah. What was the community's perspective on on all this? Like the the, the community at large. Question to the mods, naturally. Uh, how did they? How were they receptive to this change? Were they you know? What do they think of things changing, and how do they react to it?
2: From what I'd seen, there never there didn't there never seemed to be really any type of pushback whatsoever, because mm-hmm. mainly when they showed up, it things did get a lot easier. There was more content showing up because they were actually the ones dedicated to doing that job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of times the community was very well receptive to it. Although there were certain situations, like when it came to the Animus Cups and stuff, where people did get iffy. But yeah, it was about that was about it really.
0: It has been mostly smooth yeah. sailing as far as I can see. yeah. Help? Well,
1: anything to add? The, uh, yeah, yeah. No, That's pretty pretty much sums it up. But uh, it was very clear that um, the community managers did show up and they did do their job because they, you know, we as moderators were able to rely a lot more on them and have them pretty much take over as the uh, as the, uh, the escape card the get out of jail free card essentially <laughs> uh, <laughs> because who better to put forward uh, to answer you know the big questions than actual employees right oh definitely
0: which is yeah which which in of itself is just i'm amazed at how well we can take the information that we're given and navigate the minefield that is all of the factors that we need to consider. And this, this is just pure praise at this point, but um, I just want to reiterate how awesome it is that uh, you, Katrin and Thor, can just take all this mountain of information coming at you guys and make it into something palatable to the community, which seems to land consistently with, you know, praise for the most part. That's awesome to hear. Um... So um, we, in the spirit of openness, have gathered some of the most sort of frequently um, asked questions from the community side, thanks to our wonderful mods. And I wanted to do a little impromptu Q and A that's essentially directed at me and Catherine to um, answer some of those and shed some light on you know some thingies, and then we can get roasted by the mods for not answering correctly. <laughs>
1: But oh, don't you worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, let me just do my hosting duties and ask the question. So, Catherine. <clears throat> we've had uh, a lot of events uh, on the Discord and on various social media, which, uh, peeling the curtain back a little, is mostly Catherine's doing, because her mind is just bottomless and <laughs> full of ideas. So, we've had things like the Christmas event, the Valentine's Day events... Are there, what events are planned for the future?
3: Yeah, so the funny thing about these events are, you know, all of the events I had were planned for Discord, you know, where we could have long installations and people could, you know, where we dedicated a channel where people could post, you know, their entries in there. But, you know, we had, we have, that we had at that time when I when we came up with this and I you know, suggested it, we had Thanopus Cup, you know, so it would be two events competing against each other and overall, oh, we do want the nations, you know, to get together and battle each other and show, you know, that glorious, you know, nation battle and, and honor. Um, so we thought, OK, you know, we're going to have to revamp all these ideas. So we took them to to Twitter. Um, so there was like a little adjustment getting used to <laughs> in terms of like citing things down to information and, you know, having it go past a different people and making sure, you know, things are up and good then you know, getting the arcs and graphics and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's been great fun. We have five events planned, like that's approved and they are in the meeting working. Um, and we have a bunch more events plans. Uh, but, you know, in terms of, you know, as we are growing in the company, you know, there's a lot of more roles that everyone has to figure out, you know, OK, what are my roles in this? What are your roles in this, and how can we do things, you know, in the best possible manner? Um, so I know I'm not saying much, but just that you know, I have I have events alongside, you know, Constantine's help. We have events planned for like every day of the month, and then every day of the month—that's a bit of a thing, but like we have <laughs> we have an events planned for every month. So you know, it's just about you know figuring okay, how can we plan this properly? How can we put the dates to it and stuff like that? So. There's a, at the moment, it's maybe going a little slow, but we are constantly working, you know, getting things up and running for everyone. And as soon as we have an event planned, we will post it, you know, on our Discord calendar so people can, you know, see it and they will get a notification whenever something's happening. It's something we're doing, you know, with the podcasts and with the VIP Wednesdays. And, you know, if we have any guides planned or anything other, just mostly prodding here as well for the <laughs> calendar but yes yeah, so you want to know you can go up there and you know figure out and see all the events we have or anything else we have planned in the future we go about a month ahead try to so yeah fun events some winter some summer inspired some with pets i'm not saying anything but, uh.
0: <laughs> yeah if, if you want to know what's on the calendar just you know check major i don't know holidays celebrations of of many kinds and there's a good chance there might be something there we're not saying anything but uh you know use the noggin in the spirit of cooperation on this podcast um phelp would you like to ask the next hard kidding journalistic question so i can uh rattle off my
1: incredibly well-prepared response oh boy all right (laughs) so We've been getting consistent snippets of game assets and design sheets and concept art and even animations uh, when it comes to the uh, Work in Progress Wednesday. And, you know, are we going to be seeing some more snippets of gameplay apart from just the ones that we actually still have from the um, content creator side of things for uh, the press kit?
0: So yeah. I would like to. Uh... Oh. <laughs> You, you you can you can also take this catch but I I had a, a spiel prepared, so f- feel free to jump in and roast me at any time.
3: But... I mean, now you said I could, so I'm gonna do it.
0: <laughs> so here's the thing: this is a very very expensive process, right? Uh, the short answer to this is that we are building up to it. Um, we internally have access to constantly shifting builds of the game and since we did an engine change and we hired a bunch of new artists things have been progressing very well uh you know knock on wood um but even still the game is still in a very you know early stage where things are constantly changing right so with that in mind it is kind of difficult to say when we would be ready to post some actual gameplay since the look of the game is ever evolving, the gameplay systems, while we have an idea of what they want to look like, and we've mentioned as such in the FAQ, they are also constantly changing at least visually, right? And the trick here is to we're trying to walk a line between, um, what you know looks visually cool, but some we also want to be posting something that won't age horribly,, <laughs> uh, especially considering, ...the rapid changes going on. Um, With that said, we, like I said, do have access to internal builds of the game. And from what I've personally seen, uh, that stuff is looking oh so great. But um, those internal builds are of things that need to be locked in... ...before we can actually proceed with putting anything out there. Which I hope is vague enough... (laughs) for people who could put the dots together to sort of build a picture. So, with that said, there are plans in motion for something
3: soon-ish.
0: So, keep an ear out. In
3: the, up, in the upcoming future, yeah, stay tuned. And, you know, like Svetlin said, you know, we are getting new artists. We are getting, like, extra hands that can help us. So, you know, we aren't going to ditch the idea of concept art. Like I said, you know, concept art are the ideas that helps us get, you know, the physical elements. So, you know, we need to have the idea down before we can continue to actually build and progress a thing. So, you know, we also want to show you you know the amazing work they provide for the entire world. And, you know, Game Master Thor, he is out and about and he is making sure to provide you the most, you know, uh, epic content that we have available and we'll show you guys. You know, and like Svetlana said, you know, if we show you something that's outdated, you know, there may, you know, maybe something that someone that doesn't like it or say, okay, but it doesn't look like this one. Yeah, but, you know, we updated it since, you know, this past one. But, you know, it's constantly evolving and we're getting more and more things. And, you know, we have so many goodies planned for you this year and the upcoming years, and it's only going to get wilder. As long as we go in the process and we have more people on the team and we grow and we build and work.
1: Sufficient? Well, well, well. You see, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the game as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of the impatient type. <laughs> um, w- w- wouldn't it also be fun to maybe just share the as you go along, chugging, you know, if stuff changes, then maybe share the changes? Because uh you, you guys have been very uh very good with this uh transparency. You've been you've been really trying to trying to hold to that.
0: Well, I can definitely see your point. Personally, I do like following along things as they develop. Uh the issue now is an issue mostly of manpower. We would like to we've discussed this internally. Again, this is peeling the curtain back a bit, but we have discussed hosting our streams again, hosting dev streams, things of that nature. And while we are growing, uh, the positions that are being filled are critical. And the people who are filling them need to like get their butt in gear and work on the game, which doesn't really allow for much time for actual streaming and creation of content. That's why uh, I'm pushing really hard to get some really cool people on the podcast, but it's mostly a matter of scheduling at this point. Um, and there's the other side of the equation, which is the actual content creation itself. Uh, We are getting people on that front as well, and we are setting up new visuals for everything that we have on sort of the the outward-facing side of the game, but that also takes time. So I envision that what you want to happen for now is difficult to arrange, but as we keep growing and we get more people in spots where we can host things like more consistent live streams um more produced content on YouTube things of that nature that process is going to pick up pace and become more
1: transparent 100%
0: All
1: right. It you sounds know. like you're uh, you're definitely working towards uh the end game if I may. If I say so.
3: Oh yeah. I mean yeah. we want to provide you guys quality as well, you know. That's what we strive for.
0: Yeah, and I've <laughs> I'm incredibly prone to bouts of perfectionism and trust me I have been reined in and told no this must go out you cannot keep fiddling with it and that is something that uh, I've definitely struggled with uh, in the past couple of years in you know getting things ready for Ember sword but um yeah I'm I'm comfortable with posting things now so trust me the second that something is ready and is okayed it is going up baby. <laughs>
1: Just don't misspell anything this time. Oh, shut
0: oh, no. up!
1: <laughs>
0: Look, my literate ass does his best work at 6.37pm right before I jump into gaming with the boys. You cannot expect my brain to remember how to spell one of the four nations. I am so mortified that that happened. And this is definitely staying in the podcast, so I'm too terrified to misspell
3: anything ever again. <laughs> It's going to haunt you forever. In your sleep, you're going to wake up. It is so, it is (laughs) so. It already does for months.
2: Oh, you poor man. To be fair, you probably could save the word into Grammarly. Probably hope.
0: I could, but that would mean spelling the word Grammarly into my browser well enough for me to actually find it. Oh my god.
1: Well, you did tell me before the podcast that you were using Duolingo. Maybe uh, maybe Duolingo should help you.
3: <laughs> oh, man. The I think that's a problem. I have
1: too
0: many languages in my head. I'm getting my wires mixed. Although, to be fair, Duolingo now has... Uh, or no, my phone finally knows German. So I don't need to spell out the words even.
1: Which is great. Ah, yes. Modern solutions.
0: <laughs> the great equalizer correct <laughs> oh jesus okay i almost fell out of my chair somehow okay so <laughs> oh, no. it's we're flying by the seat of our pants here people um moving <laughs> go- <laughs> um duck would you like to take the next question and throw it at us at lightning
2: speed yeah okay so on the <clears throat> on the note of development in general so understandably so you guys have been focusing on the crypto aspect currently when it comes to that, it seems like that's been the primary focus lately. Mm-hmm. So what steps are you guys taking, if you are taking any at the moment, to make it do the whole game first thing? To actually make a decent game that pairs well with crypto as opposed to just a game that relies on crypto, like a lot of the other games lately?
0: Ketchum, would you like to start on this one?
3: We we do want to balance both our crypto you know, community and our gaming community. And, you know, we do want to make it clear for everyone, you know, we are building, you know, a game where you have the possibility to buy land, but it's not, you know, the main objective of this this game. You know, it is free to play. You don't have to buy things to enjoy the game and hang out and have fun and, you know, run around in dungeons. Um, we are moving, you know, over, like with the overall vision is to, you know, keep these communities, those subcommunities, together and make sure everyone, you know, can still hang around and play. So, we want to time in, Svetlann.
0: <laughs> I do, actually. Um, the ethos hasn't changed. This is sort of building on to the previous question about uh, gameplay. So, the reason that the crypto things so, sorry, crypto stuff has been more prevalent as of late. Is because that is something that is um, more easily shared than the actual internal gameplay things that are developing. Rest assured, uh, I want to put all worries to bed. We are firmly game first. We want to make 100%. the game. Yeah, we want to make the best game we possibly can, and. We are constantly just going over our internal design documents and systems. Like we are very much focused on this, and we've said in the past that the blockchain aspects of Ember Sword are on top of the systems that built the game. Right? We are not trying to um, make a traditional crypto game, which most most of them don't really have that engaging of a gameplay loop. Uh, they're wired. more. I mean. I, from what I've seen, right, this is my understanding, but the, the most of the game in the space are are trying to be crypto first to varying degrees of success. Um, where we're trying to be different is the gameplay first mentality, right? And that's why we are heavily focusing on, on the gameplay part. It's just that the gameplay part is something that we're building from scratch, whereas the crypto elements, uh, we're getting help from externally. And with the external help, of course, comes great partners, which then we announced to the world. It's just the way the way communication works and you know partnerships. So yeah, the that's kind of the long-winded way of saying the gameplay is and the game are still the foundation of Ember Sword. It's just that the blockchain elements are a top and part of the package. And the our aim is to enhance the overall thing with that. But it is by no means the central focus.
3: It's not meant to be that, especially, you know, that's why we have all the collectibles, they don't give you like epic stats or, you know, if you have this mount, you can, you know, do X amount of damage, like that's, it's things you can show around and have, but it's not gonna like benefit you other than like social and, you know, personal benefits. Other than that, that's why we don't, you know, stay away from that entire like pay to win aspect.
0: And it's it's in part because the the founding team and a lot of the people who have come in to help with with those elements are very passionate about um, using the crypto element to and this is gonna sound so cheesy to give the players give something back to the players uh, especially since there, there's an article floating up on a medium somewhere where it describes the experiences of some of our founders founders in trying to trade things in WoW. And that ended horribly for them most of the time, like tens of thousands of dollars lost to a trade that either got yoinked from somebody and never came through or Blizzard shutting it down because they're not open to the idea of you know, the players actually benefiting from all the hours they dump into the game, which is now turning into a weird sales pitch. But you get my point. We are trying to one, build a fantastic game and two, give the players um, a fantastic incentive to engage with the blockchain elements of, of the whole experience.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it sounds like you guys are still, still on track. You, uh, you're just keep chugging along and I think you'll, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll come up with something great on the other side. Oh,
0: hell yeah. Trust me. We are the sweat of our brows firmly like watering this whole process. We haven't reached, what is the expression? blood, sweat and tears we had the sweat part. Uh, tears, we're holding back, and we haven't actually managed to bleed atop the process yet. But oh boy, are we getting there!
2: <laughs> we we're getting there. Like. I for sure think you guys have bled a few times.
0: <laughs> that's that's on me. That's in my off time. I may or may not have almost decapitated myself at the chip a couple of times.
2: Man, the amount of times the community has gotten at you guys, I swear you've had to bleed, have blood.
3: <laughs> oh. Uh...
0: I, I have witnessed Catrin bleeding internally profusely during one
3: <laughs> of our streams. Oh man, oh man, the marbles, the stress, oh man. I we cannot... were sitting yeah. two moderators with over like 600 people and it was just going super fast and my mind was just like, okay, I can do this and then poof, things just exploded and I was just sitting there like, okay, I can do this, okay, let's go.
0: <laughs> we appreciate you so much. <laughs> The my my perspective was the Minecraft yeah, one, and you
3: Frank as well. Like yeah. dang, he was there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you burning holes through every person that dared approach you during the Minecraft stream is forever etched into my mind. That was a sight to behold. Right. Oh so. boy. <laughs> it was it was a whole thing. Um, yes, it was. And hey, I'm going to Denmark towards amazing. the towards the end of march in the year of our lord 2022
3: so yes yes look look for
0: look for hashtag content around that everybody um
3: so wink wink nudge nudge you know
0: (laughs) if the car makes it let's hope the car makes it um nobody wants to run up (laughs) so i was just what
3: else you just have to run up here like you can do that that's fine just a few (laughs) kilometers it's fine
0: the, the most I've ever run is 10K, and it was impromptu, and my legs fell apart. Literally. Oh, no. The bottom of my soul uh, just sort of slid off, like the skin. This is gross. Uh, but, like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was the stupidest thing, because the run ended. I say bye to my friend who I was running with, and then I immediately went to the pedicure place next to my house and went... Help! I need, I need an appointment. Falling apart.
3: Oh no, but Brenda.
1: Get good songs.
0: Good Scotland. socks are very really important. It, you have be like, such interesting stories.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: you get get a piecemeal. Like I said, this is building up to some sort of strange monstrosity lore entry on me. Elden Ring just came well. out, so. Somebody needs to make a lore video on me at some
3: point. We're gonna make like a compilation video of everything you have said. We're picking things out from the podcast, picking things out from the streams and stuff like that. Oh man, it's gonna be a blast!
1: Yeah, I mean, we have so many lore tidbits of you now that uh, <laughs> someone's gonna write a fan fiction at some point.
0: Oh, nice, subtle. Uh, on, apropos, take it away, Philip.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. On, on the topic of fan fictions. Uh, we got a new fanfiction channel. Hey. And that thing is really darn cool. And, um, I mean, was that intended for Sam to see and possibly use ideas from the community? With the consent, of course.
3: Yeah, so overall, we really, really want, you know, to have Sam's epic lore out there. And we see, you know, people asking about the lore and we've had, you know, people making their own fanfictions and we just thought, you know, these are so good we want people to be able to display these but how do we do that you know because you know if they are just in a channel and people are asking questions they're just going to get drowned out and we thought that was sad so we were playing around with the idea of you know having a possible medium publication where people could publish you know their fan fictions out there and sam could read them because sam he is in the lore channel and he is in the Fat Picking Channel. See, he's reading the things and like I said, he's super happy that you guys are getting so inspired by his lore and the things he, he you know, he imagined and created. Um, we wanted to create, you know, this medium publication where people could post it in there. But, you know, we wanted also wanted it to, you know, stay on Discord for the time being. Um, so we did gave lore, uh, Sam, you know, the Lore Poet Channel so he can go in there and read. And he is also the one, you know, reading, you know, the fan fictions that have been sent to him. If anyone wants, you know, to get the Danibus role. So, you know, I know that Sam is for sure getting inspired by all the writing. If he's personally using them, I, I can't say for sure because I'm not in his department. But he is reading... <laughs> whatever you guys are doing. He's reading every fan fiction and he is sitting there and watching the void and he's telling us, like I said, behind the scene, this is so good. I'm so glad this is happening and people, you know, posting things in there and he can't wait to see what's happening in the future. I
0: don't know, man. Duck, Duck is relatively close to where Sam is. So, like, if we if we DDoS him, it's a hop and a skip over there to see how much he's reading. Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, he, I believe he's...
2: <laughs> wait, Sam's in the U.S.?
0: Yeah, Mr. Hollywood. I didn't is, know this. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's said it repeatedly. He's, I believe, in the New York area somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I thought every single
2: one of you were place. all like in Sweden and Denmark. <laughs> Scattered around there.
3: We you have Serena, friends all over.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, true multinational. Uh,
0: just to add a bit on top of what Katrin said, um, Sam is definitely in there and we are definitely looking into getting that more exposure to those channels so kudos Mm -hmm. for giving us that question thanks guys but uh sam is also super busy uh especially in the past couple of months with um a whole bunch of things that i now that i think about it can't really say on the podcast there's been some things in his personal life that he's had to take care of uh and you know professional engagements being what they are so that is peeling again the curtain back a bit that is why there hasn't been a new lore cast in a hot minute but uh sam is now back on the saddle as it were back more firmly um available there we go wow that was a sentence and a half uh to us at hem resort so if uh sam acquiesces in the future I would very much like to have him um, do another lore cast and give his opinion on some fan theories and lore channels, some, you know, fan fiction things, things of that nature. And as everybody knows, fan fictions are very near and dear to my heart. So it's it's awesome to see those popping off.
3: Oh, man, Spitton, you should have, you know, a role and go in there and write your own fan fiction. Eh? Eh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I only consume. I am too stupid to write. <laughs> I have uh, I have long since come to that conclusion um so i will oh man this got me flustered i don't know why <laughs> this is hitting, if this you is did hitting it would me. just be
2: about gains <laughs> so I mean,
0: you're no, not wrong. how about
1: this <laughs> how about the next big lore short story you go ahead and read that out loud instead of thor
3: yeah you're gonna be like the immersive narrator
1: oh my yes. god
0: I don't want to take this away from Thor, dude. He loves doing those so much.
3: Yeah, what about if you guys collab, you know?
0: I, um...
1: That would, oh, that yeah. would be fun.
0: That would be so cool. You, you can
1: do your really poor uh, imitation of that one character you did when you played D&D. <laughs>
0: Excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Hey,
1: you were the one who said it was poor, okay? But not my words.
0: I, okay, I, do you have to be more specific? Because there have been many poor imitations in my D&D career.
1: Uh, when you're better in Denmark and uh, played DD,
0: oh my Al Pacino thing, holy shit dude! Oh my god, the oh god, I don't think Duck knows about this, but like, uh, yeah, we, we played DD in the uh, one of the Danish offices. It's surreal that we have more than one Danish office, by the way, that's nuts. Go community,
3: um, so it's such like a small country, even,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of the people were complete noobs, uh, in that regard in D&D. And Thor, who's been DMing for like 20 years, is is known on the D&D cast. The man wanted a wingman, and enter me with now 10 years of D&D experience to do something. And my... (laughs) God damn it. My idea was to bring a half-orc barbarian. No, sorry, half-orc bard um, to the table and have him have this like smooth just really jazzy like voice. And uh the session starts everybody like i said no idea what they're doing but they like got into the groove really quickly because uh classic D&D scenario my character's at the bar of the tavern and he's like s- like strumming the mandolin or whatever the hell he's playing and Thor just asks me uh, okay go ahead and tell us what you're doing and just like <laughs> from the depths of my soul, the most intense Al Pacino impression I could muster bursts from my mouth. <laughs> and that happened for six goddamn hours.
2: Oh lord. You dragged it on for six hours?
0: I we played from two in the afternoon to like eight. Uh And, oh, God, if you haven't tried doing Al Pacino as he was in Heat and then Scent of a Woman and things of that nature, the whole Hua! just pure loud, pure loudness, that is murder on the vocal cords.
1: <laughs> but everybody was so them.
0: into it. And now they've been playing like every week. And I would like to take some credit for that. <laughs> but God damn, that was that was very intense. what well. thinking about it made me parched. Um. <laughs> yeah,
1: a thing. But now the question is, you know, on the topic of fan fiction and lore, when will we see the D and D version of Ember Sword lore?
0: We are working on it. Yeah. Um,
3: the story we- is for sure sitting and brewing on it. But yeah, like I said, we have a lot of tasks. So you know, if if you guys like feel things are going slow somewhere, it's because like I said, we are working as fast as we can, like we are close to bleeding, like Svetlin said, <laughs> close. He, he really, really wants to do that. We are multiple of us who wants to do this, you know, it's just, you know, sitting down and prioritizing, you know, the tasks and work we have ahead of us, you know, cause you know, what do we want first? Do we want, you know, something like this or do we want something like that, you know? So it is in the making slowly, but steady, but you know, all good comes to those who wait. So, you know, just stay tuned.
0: That Aww. is that is a pretty decent thing to end on, namely that just because we um, haven't revealed something massive quite yet doesn't mean we are not working on something massive right now. So, that's that's the the note to end on, just this mysterious tease of nebulous awesome things in the future. As uh, pretty usual, but yeah, that's been the cast. Uh, I would like to thank everybody for participating. Thank you, Katrin, for taking time out of your insane schedule to sit down. Thank you, Duck, for waking up at an insane hour <laughs> to be part of this madness and laugh at how frequently I injure myself in physical endeavors.
2: Should've yawned in the middle.
0: <laughs> and thank you, Phil, for uh, being a pal and lending your voice and your uh, sharp-as-heck mind to grill us uh, and various things that we are probably allowed to talk about. So...
1: Anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know it so thank you everybody for listening thank you guys for participating and we're gonna catch you next time goodbye everybody hey you you made it to the end congratulations that must mean you like us enough to want more right well good news we're all over the internet go to embersword.com and subscribe to our newsletter for a chance to play the game early as well as the latest interesting tidbits on the game and the team join our lovely discord community over at discord.gg embersword Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Play Embersword, for regular updates on what we're up to. And remember the basics. Drink water, be kind to each other, and spread the word about Embersword.